guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Too Faced. Hey, hey, what's up? Why are you doing that again? I don't know what it is. I just, as soon as we do this part, I just look at Rochelle and have this urge yeah. to ask, like, stop looking at me. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. I just feel like, we, <laughs> I did not even think that, but okay. I just mean, like, I feel like we end up talking so much before the podcast and yeah. all the laughter just carries We're so through. bad at that. Like, we'll be like, okay, we're gonna start. And then, like, an hour later, we <laughs> We're still joking about something. Yeah. And you would think, like, we spend so much time together, we have nothing to talk about, but we do. Yeah. Anyways. It's just never ending. Happy. F- oh, it's Tuesday for you guys. Or whenever you listen to it. Yeah. It's our Friday. It's been a long Friday. Especially for Rochelle. Yeah. It's fine. It happens. You know. Anyways, Rochelle, how was your week? Pretty lame. Wow. Wow. I mean, the weather was nice. Don't kill us with your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> I just worked this week again. <laughs> but we went to the beach, had a nice little mental oh, health yeah. evening. And we had like the little rolled gelato. It's <laughs> so funny. We literally were like, oh, we should go to the beach, you know, go for walks. And we eat gelato. And then we were considering the mini donuts too. No, it gets worse. I went to the beach the next day and had the mini donuts. <laughs> No. <laughs> they were so Dude, good. they're so good because they're so hot. And they're not like, do you, when you go to like the peony and have them and they're like, they're like a lot more chewy. These oh, just. I love the peony ones too. Yeah, but these but ones these, melted. But these are more fresh. Yeah. That's the problem. Not the problem. That's the thing. They melted Dude, in my mouth. I could get a whole pack and just eat it by myself. Do you think we should try? Mm. I mean, you don't answer the Reese's. Oh. So, Michelle's been on this mission to, like, recreate these snacks and contraptions with food. I always do. And they're always pretty good. Yeah, they are. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've never... I'll give you credit where it's due. Thanks. I appreciate it. Anyways, how's your week? Dude, I feel like I've been going nuts. So, as, (laughs) like, (laughs) if you guys have been watching, I finished school. Um. And, like, I'm in that weird limbo because I had work taken off as well Mm. because I I wasn't sure, like, when I was going to end practicum and all this kind of stuff. So I had, like, the week off. And when I tell you, like, I'm a workaholic, like, Mm. to have this time off, I've been just, I can't. Like, the the amount of times I've filled up my car because I keep going on long (laughs) solo drives. No, but it's nice when you have someone else, but when you don't, you're just, like, you feel like lost cause. I know. I just, I feel like, I, I can't, dude. Like, I feel like, it, like yeah. even though it should feel good. No, it feels good to a certain if, extent. Yeah. And then you're just like, then you kind of get tired shit, of like, it. What am I doing? Like, yeah. I just, I don't know I what I'm like doing that. with myself. And I just feel like, I feel like this week went by, was so long yeah. because like, yeah, I would have things to do here and there. Like I would see people, but then majority of my yeah. week was just by myself. But honestly, as much as, like, I relate to what you're saying, like, it's, like, that feeling of, like, okay, I'm getting kind of sick of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than having no break. Like, that is true. Because I've had both situations, and, like, obviously, like, you know, you do want a little bit of break, but when you, like, go from school over to, like, right away working. To work. Like, like no break. You kind of feel, like, almost, like, you didn't get to, like, have that little rest. Mm-hmm. So it's nice when you get that little rest. Like, even though it can feel, like, draining. It's just weird not knowing what day of the week it is. Yeah. I know. But. 
It's just awkward. Hey, that's almost over. Then you can complain about working. I know. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Never happy. <laughs> always complaining. Always. I'm honestly trying not to do that anymore. It's very hard. It's very always. hard to be optimistic. But you speak things into your life. So. Why are you laughing? I already know what you're thinking. I already know what you're thinking. Because we're so depressed. <laughs> like... That's just the reality of it. Anyway, no, we're not depressed. I just think we have a lot of dark humor and like a yeah. dark approach to everything. It's our I mean, coping mechanism. At least it is for me. Yeah, I don't know. I try being positive. It's just very. I'm yeah, more positive Rochelle, towards other people. Rochelle, yeah, same. If you were yeah. to tell me about a problem, you best believe I'm gonna be optimistic yeah. as fuck. Exactly. And when people are optimistic towards me, they're like, "Shut the fuck." <laughs> You're like, uh, that's just bullshit. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, okay, no. But yeah. we shouldn't be that way. I know. It's time for a change. Anyways. It's too late. We'll try again next year. <laughs> it's not even halfway through the year. Yeah, exactly. Relax. It's almost May. Relax. We start our goals every first of the month. Gross. <laughs> what? Anyways. Anyways. It is under the influence. But guys, we have a little secret. We're not drinking tonight. <laughs> we couldn't. Honestly, I, yeah. We're, We're sorry. old ladies now. We're, li- yeah. Grandmas. Grandmas. Anyways, so instead of drinking, we just want to be honest, you know? We're not going to be like, oh, we're drinking. We're not. We still want to do under the influence, like you guys sending whatever you want to send. And we'll talk about Open things floor. that you guys want to talk about. And yeah. we'll go from there. But why not? You know, it's going to be okay. Alright. You want to start? First submission. I work in a restaurant as a server and I got stuck serving my ex and a girl he was with. I didn't know it was them until I got to the table and after that I made another server switch with me. It was so awkward because I still had to serve other tables near them. That would be very awkward. I would hate that. I feel like that's awkward even if you're on good terms with your ex because like and that's just a situation where like Honestly, they probably don't want you there. You probably don't want to be there. The person that they're on a date with probably doesn't know who the fuck you are. Maybe they know who you are. I don't know. But it's just like, you know. It's like, just uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's like, what? Are you going to be there, like, watching your ex on a date and, like, knowing? It's just weird. Like, yeah, you shouldn't even like, have to know what's going on. Potentially having to hear what they're talking about. Yeah, or, like, I don't like, know. And imagine if, okay, I don't know if this person's on a good term or bad term with uh-huh. ex. Like, imagine you ended really shitty. And then <laughs> yes. that's, like, imagine that's the first time seeing them after the breakup. Right? That would be, that would be so awkward. Like, I, I used to be a server. Hmm. And I've never had this situation, but I've had ish situations where people I do not speak to mm. or if I could potentially not be on good terms yeah. with come up and that alone is awkward. Yeah. And then I could imagine it to be someone that you were in a relationship with. Yeah. Or like, but honestly, also like, on another date, it sucks that you just saw them right when you went to the table. I know. Because you could have been like, hey, you know what? Like, I told you that that's my section, but do you think you could just help that table because that's my ex and like I don't want things to be weird like because he's on a date and like it's yeah. uncomfortable for me I'm sure I know like manager or mm-hmm. like co-workers gonna be like no I can't do it that would just be so rude you know no I agree I agree so that sucks I'm so sorry yeah but that's the other thing right with servers is like you get sections so even if you get them to transfer out like yeah. give them a different server 
It's the fact that she had already gone to the table. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's the part that's awkward. But, like, I'm sure, like, both of you would rather have it that... Oh, yeah. It was that even though they came, you came to the table, like, you didn't end up serving them for the rest of the... Because, like, I feel like that's awkward for both parties. And I, that's the type of awkward you'd rather have than the one where you're actually serving them for the rest of the fucking day. Yeah, weekend. like, you know what I mean? That would just... Like, could you imagine paying the bill? So, anyways, what are your plans after this? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. He used to do that with me, too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> could like, you? Oh, God. Yeah. No, but I'm serious. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, we went there, too. <laughs> yeah, that just, yeah, yeah. That just made me cringe. Obviously, you wouldn't say that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, in your head, like, okay. Great. Like, what do but, I what do I conversate um, with? But no, c- imagine if you get to that point, right? And yeah. that's a question. Like, that is just the like the type of conversation servers are kind of taught to have. Yeah. And imagine if the girl actually does say something that used to be a part of your guys' routine, and you're in the back of your head, and you're like, mm. I mean, whatever. It's in the past. I judge. Why? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But it just. I feel funny. like honestly, like if it's a part of your routine, but that's like something like. That was, like, something both of you guys like to do. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, you're going to do it with the, like, next person you meet. Like, maybe it was, like, a place you like to go or whatever, you know? That is true. Yeah. I feel like the less you internalize it... Because I know it's easy to internalize it, like, obviously. Yeah. Um, the easier it is. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do things that... Like, I want to go to dinner places. I don't know that's my favorite dinner place to go to. Yeah, like, no, that's no, That's my favorite course. dinner place. You know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, that's a s- shitty situation. Mm-hmm. Sorry that you guys had to deal with that. But thank God your coworker is nice yeah. and was like, I'll take one for the team, you know? If I had a coworker that came up to me and said that, I'd be like, yeah, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. I'd be like, without a doubt, don't even yeah. worry about it, we'll switch. Right? Like, what is sweetie pie? Anyways... Next, Next one. Alright, I'll read it. <laughs> because it's longer. <laughs> it's longer. So, I'm graduating high school this June, and I have no idea what I want to go to school for or be in the future. I'm really stressed out because all my friends know what they want to do and have already started applying to schools. Do you girls have any recs for how I can navigate this or dealing with feeling like you're behind compared to your friends? Would really appreciate it. Um, I feel like, honestly, that was me when I was in grade 12. I had, like, no, I, like, had hobbies, but, like, I didn't ever think, or, like, interest, but I didn't ever, like, think, okay, that could give me, like, a career that, like, it would be, like, more of a hustle to do that, like, rather than, like, you know, it's, like, more of a passion than something I would make my career kind of thing. But I was, like, okay, I need a real big girl job, like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, so, yeah, what I did was I actually took, like, the first semester after high school off mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, let me just really think about what I want to do. And it was funny because all of, like, your teachers, they kept telling you, like, don't just pressure yourself into starting, like, a degree yeah. that you don't know, like, you haven't ever tried because of the pressure just to do something with your life. They're like, start out by taking like little courses in like different fields yeah and then see like just intro courses and see what you really like whatever right and we're just thinking that and i was like okay like but i'd rather just like take a semester off and think about it properly than to do that but i wish i started with that because obviously they've been through school they know how it is kind of thing 
um, because then you actually get a taste of like different what's available and, and what's stuff, available yeah. and like just you actually get to learn um I don't intro obviously for each class is like nothing what it's really like mm-hmm. but it gives you a gist of like what you will be kind of learning right um because I I'm one person who ended up searching my degree like I first thought I was gonna do accounting then I was like okay I'll do crim because I really loved I love learning about crim I still mm-hmm. do like I did really well in all my classes because I just loved learning about it. But then when I thought about a future, I was like, okay, I don't want any job in crim. Like, I was like, oh, I want to be a CBSA officer. But, like, now I think of that, I'm like, I would never. <laughs> like, I would probably cry if someone yelled at me. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, okay, that would not work. And I hate intimidating people. Like, it scares me. And you hate conflict. Yeah, like, if I have to, like, raise my voice to someone, like, it mm-hmm. really, like, it like it hurts my insides not because I start getting like anxiety over it yeah um but like what I'm saying is I literally went through school kind of navigating and figuring out like what I liked and that process was like a year and a half two years to when I actually started the degree I liked so I wish I took their advice in like the first semester where I took little courses and everything and kind of even maybe you like learning about a topic but you don't see yourself in a career in that topic but like it's that's all it's a learning process so don't like pressure yourself either i think dabble into like a couple things and try out different areas maybe and don't stress yourself out because honestly you're just out of high school (coughs) um use that for a semester to find yourself and kind of figure out what you like i would say but i don't know what's your spiel mine is gonna be honestly do what feels right and the reason why i say this is because so my situation is very different I, I think I knew what I wanted to be at a yeah. really, really young age. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I just finished my degree in social work. Yeah. And that is something that I wanted to do at a young age. It was something that I always talked about. It was actually something that I got a lot of feedback from other peoples of like, as well. Like, hey, like this should be something you should really look into. Yeah. And then then comes around like grade 11, grade 12, mm-hmm. and like all like, the career stuff. Like you're getting mm-hmm. like super anxious because now people are yeah. actually starting to apply focus on their grades and then obviously coming from a brown family the income you're coming in is also very important like your parents are like how much are you gonna make is that gonna Mm. be sustainable and I remember getting super freaked out and thinking that okay like although being a social worker is something that I would love to do internally and like Mm. emotionally and mentally yeah is it sustainable like because I do want to be a working half in the future like providing for kids like also still being like realistic about it Mm -hmm. but I'm like you know what like this is a job that I really want to do I'm going to do it but then so many people especially my parents freaked me out so then what I did was I decided not to do social working and Mm -hmm. I did the route that you recommended which is I got into school for business but I didn't start all the business courses all right off the bat no I was saying more like try different areas like not just business but no but that's just what I got accepted into yeah yeah um because I didn't know what to do I didn't know there was a general studies option at the time (laughs) (laughs) so I just like I applied for something and I got in but I remember taking like anthropology, philosophy, I love anthropology. crim, like business, tech. I was so into tech, but then as soon as I realized that coding was a thing, I was like abort mission. Um, I think you'd be a good coder because you just love that. Yeah, it gets me. I feel like if I genuinely had tried, I think I yeah would have been able to learn it. It just was not in my caliber at the time. And I remember I was taking all these classes and I was like, okay, like, these are things that I'm liking from here and there. And then I was like, shit, like, 
it's I just still mm-hmm. wasn't satisfied enough, yeah. right? So then what I ended up doing was I actually dropped out of university. Yeah. I'm not saying drop out. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. For me, I was dropped out and I didn't go to school for almost a year and a half, close to two years. And I worked and I did different types of jobs. I really just kind of got into the work field as much as I could mm-hmm. hands on. And that's what really I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I was still thinking about being a social worker yeah. and I ended up going back to school for that. Mm-hmm. And like, I know you're saying that like you feel like you're behind and that's kind of how I felt when yeah. I got into my program. Like, holy shit. Like I'm what, turning 25 now yeah. and now I'm finishing an undergrad where yeah. some people are already done their masters yeah. or some are finishing law school. Like so no, many, for sure. yeah, so yeah. many more years of worth of schooling. But then I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, and I was like, I would have been a shit student, first of all, because I wouldn't have, I would have ended up doing something I didn't like. I wouldn't have passion for it. Like, I just, I would have been miserable. Whereas, like, now, yes, I complain about school. Everyone complains about school. Everyone complains about their job. But at the end of the day is I'm so, I know I'm going to be so satisfied with the job and career that I want to have and I'm going to have. Even, like, how you're saying, like, like, I think your case is, like, you knew what you wanted to do. just the matter of, like, doing that. Like, you knew what you had your passion for and what you wanted yeah. to do as a career, and it was an option, but it was, like, the stress of around it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I think the submission, like, is, like, they don't know what they want to do. Yeah. So, like, even, like, tap into your passions. Like, what are things you're passionate about? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, maybe those could be your drivers. Because there are jobs out there, yeah, you could think, like, they don't make, like, how you were saying, like, yeah. oh, is it enough income? Like, I'm passionate about it, but is it enough income? nowadays there's so many ways like that jobs with like less of an income there's different fields or like areas within that actual scope that do make more of an income yeah right? it's just researching it yeah. and getting to know it right and maybe like entry level like you won't make a lot but like some jobs like as soon as you start getting years of experience and like moving up you do make a great income like different even like different um industries like they need like, even for social work, right? Mm-hmm. So many different industries need social work. It's oh, not yeah. just the healthcare field. Like, I think a lot of people have that, like, um... What is and that? No, like it's that- child protections. Everyone has the, the stigma is that we're child protections. But now we're starting to get into healthcare. But now yeah. we're doing, like, corporate, private No, but practice, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of, so- like, like a, lot of, a lot of social workers are actually, like, corporate, too. And, like, yeah. even, like, with mine, like, marketing, like... It depends on the field you're in. Mm-hmm. Like, you could make so much money in a certain field and be doing that same role in a different field and not make as much. Like, I think there's a lot of research that goes into it. But I think, like, honestly, the best thing to do is kind of, like, take a seat back. Instead yeah. of, like, because I feel like if you're stressing over, like, we both did this. We both stressed over mm-hmm. our degrees. Ended up choosing, like, the one that we wanted to go with, like, two years Two and oh, a half, yeah, two, two and a half years after we actually started school or, like, took a break or whatever. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, we. I feel like we were in, like, fight or flight mode. Like, oh, we got to do something. We got to do something. Yeah. Let's try this. Let's try that. And, like, we never, till we actually tried out and, like, took a seat back. And we're, like, okay, let's just, like, see how we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, that's when we kind of figured it out. And so, I, I think take that advice of just, like, Find what you're passionate about. See if you can make a career out of it. Yeah. And if you can, like, see what your options are. And if that's something that you honestly, like, in your gut feel like you don't see yourself doing, then maybe look at your other options. Or maybe, like, speak to people in that field. Like, there's some people on LinkedIn. 
I know yeah. it's so awkward reaching out to them. Trust me. Like, I had to do it for one of my things. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm this is so weird. Um, but just do that. Like, because I'm sure, like, even one of my friends, right, before she went into the social work field as well, um, I remember she was saying to me, like, oh, come do it with me. And I was like, dude, like, I love kids. But I have a hard time seeing kids, yeah. like, go through stuff. And I was like, I could not, like, go home every day and, like, be normal. Where I know, like, other people, they can have a hard time seeing that. And, like, obviously, it's still hard to be normal at home. But, like, it's a different kind of, like, um, situation. But I was just telling her, right? And then she was like, I talked to this girl. Like, she said, it's amazing. Like, we both love kids. We should do it. Like, but, like, she talked to that person before that. She was like, you know, like, kind of like, oh, like, is it something I should yeah. do? I've always wanted to work with kids. Like, I'm really passionate about that. But then she spoke to someone, and it just made her want to do it more. So, like, even, like, I'm sure, like, Hannah, if you talked to someone who was, like, in that field when you were younger. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you might have felt, like, oh, shit, like, maybe, like, you know, like, I can make this career. Like, I can make it the best of both worlds. I can do what I'm passionate about and, like, still make a great income. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of the times, like, when we look at careers at a young age, there's so much, like, there's so many perspectives we don't look at. There's just yeah. that one thing that everyone keeps And we lack talking. a lot of the knowledge yeah. we actually need and to make like, the decision yeah. and it's like we're relying on like just the schools and the schools honestly schools are amazing but they're biased as well mm-hmm. because they're going to show parts and of- for a lot of people schools don't do shit yeah so like exactly like sometimes <clears throat> like you know even like say like you speak to someone you network with them like before mm-hmm. you start university they can be your mentor throughout university even like after that like if we stay in touch with them they can really help you like get connections or say like oh they're like oh you know what this really helped me out in my time at school or like whatever yeah place I worked maybe like you know it would be a great opportunity for you like my best piece of advice like that I think really helped me was to talk to people in the field you're going into because or like that you want to go into or that you're thinking about going into and just really learn about their experiences obviously just don't talk to one person yeah because you want to get like a well-rounded like non-biased opinion and I think on top of that to like aid into what Rochelle is saying as well is get hands-on experience yeah. every single field of work has entry-level jobs yeah and like it's like whether i know you social, need, yeah. need some qualifications yeah right, obviously but. yeah there'll be minor stuff like whether it's social services whether yeah. it's business whether it's entrepreneurship like whatever it is like try to get a type of job that kind of gives you a little bit of insight of like that career field because then it'll kind of give you an idea of whether you want to do it like for me i remember like when I was at the bank, hmm. before when I just first got in my job, yeah. my parents were like, "Oh my gosh, you can work your way up, become a financial advisor." Oh my god, dude, it's <laughs> stressful. I wouldn't. I can't uh, do and it. do all that. Sorry, I just had a tickle in my throat. Um, and they were like, "You can do all of that." Oh. <coughs> it just gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember I started the job. Look, I did the job for three years. Yeah. I had some great coworkers, but I fucking hated the job. Like, it's I could not honestly do it. honestly stressful. But that's what taught me that, okay, me, yeah. numbers, money, yeah, no. Yeah. And people, yeah. working well, with people like, and their money, it's an extra I'm normal. really good with numbers, like math and, like, mm-hmm. science and all that was never, like, a big <clears throat> issue. Like, obviously, you have to try mm-hmm. and put in the effort, but it wasn't, like, a, you know, like, an issue that it was, like, horrible. Um... But when I saw the way, like, financial advisors have to deal with, like, stress and everything, I was like, I cannot do this. And the thing is, once you're in, it is true. Like, it is much easier 
to do that you don't like you know you need to do courses and like you need to pass exams but you don't have to do like four years in school to do mm-hmm. that so it'd be much easier but it's like you would be so not saying all these people are unhappy but they're really stressed and like i don't want to be stressed no exactly to that extent but yeah you know feel it out but yeah talk to the right people i mean good luck and i feel like just don't pressure yourself yeah don't just do something because you feel pressure i know that's easier said than done because we technically did the same thing we're a little hypocritical but learn from our mistakes but that's what i'm saying like i wish i took the advice of people who had gone through school um because i feel like also when we started a lot of our like siblings cousins friends were all younger too they were just navigating that as well and like they were just lucky whatever they started with they stuck with and yeah. it worked for them. Mm-hmm. So a lot. it was also that pressure of like, oh, I don't want to start and then change it. Because like, yeah, school does cost money. School does take effort. It takes time. It's not like you can go reverse back and be like, oh, exactly. yeah. Now like I only have three years left in the degree. She's no, you're starting from the bottom, you but know. But whatever you end up doing, it's all a part of your journey. Yeah. So You'll figure yourself yeah, out. Yeah, you and will. And good luck. I hope whatever you decide on doing in the end is something that you love. And it will work out for you. Yeah, positive vibes. See, this is us. Positive yeah, vibes. Positive and just cringing in the corner. I wasn't. Okay. That was a really sweet question. Anyways. Next submission. Ooh. If you had to choose any superpower in the world, what would it be? I already know. What's yours? Transportation. Yeah. Or teleportation, whatever it Tele- is. Yeah, whatever. Transportation. <laughs> 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 I was like, I want to drive a truck. I was like, wait. <laughs> that sounds not right um yeah we knew what you meant i just want to be able to close my eyes and be in mexico one day and greece the next and okay that would be pretty thailand another day okay that'd be pretty sick um i don't know what mine would be i don't know would you want to be able to fly be invisible not fly i'm scared of shoot webs through your hands that's spider-man i know my nephew would love me (laughs) (laughs) Um, honestly. Do you want to be extremely strong? No. I don't know, fire breath, laser eyes? No. I think I'm going to read people's minds. Ooh. What is that called? But maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle's instant regret of like... Could you imagine like, what the fuck is she wearing? (laughs) You're like sitting there thinking your outfit looks so cute. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, that would be a cool one though. If you had yeah. control over, yeah, reading people's minds, you not know, like how Edward crazy. couldn't read Bella's mind. Oh yeah, in Twilight. Yeah, because yeah, I wouldn't want to read the mind of someone I'm with. Like that just ruins everything. Yeah, never mind. Scratch that. Um. I don't want to speak to animals. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't see that one coming. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, the makeup room. Um, I don't know. Transportation. <gasps> I want to be able to snap my fingers and dinner would be made. <laughs> I want to be a wizard, like, you know, wizard superpower, so you can be like, abracadabra, it's done. Like, something can disappear. I fuck with that. You need this? You know what? Alakazam. I fuck with that. There you go. You know what, I'm basically 
wizard. Yeah. Harry Potter, Harry wizards, Potter. and Wizards of Waverly Place were my favorite. Right? So I fuck with that. Remember that scene in Harry Potter where it's like those really big dogs on the chain? Yeah. Oh my god. When I was a kid, I could not look at that. I would be like, no. why? Because I was scared. You're so funny. Hannah, why? Oh, I couldn't look at it because I loved it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyways, that was a good question. That was a really good okay. question. Okay. What would you do if you won the lottery today? Today, Hannah. The timeline matters. Today? Yeah. Not tonight, but like today, like in this moment. Uh, <laughs> that makes no sense. Catch me in Thailand, motherfuckers. No, I'm joking. Um, no, you can catch me at a vacation spot for sure. Uh, first, I think I would definitely pay off all my debt, all my yeah. student loans. Uh, yes, please. And then I am definitely, I definitely have the mindset of, like, investing and wanting yeah. to buy properties and, like, having them self-efficient enough where, like, they just rent and income comes and they're just pouring yeah. back into each other. So I think I would definitely look into getting support where, like, I can just start investing. Yeah. Because I I want it where that lottery just keeps raining in yeah. i don't want it to be something where it's spent in a way where like once it's spent it doesn't come back yeah that's fine that would be yeah that would be what you're gonna I make do? your money make money for you exactly exactly yeah what about you rochelle um <laughs> i'm like the worst of this guys so one time i sat there right i'm like okay if i won the lottery what would i do with the money i won right mm-hmm. And I was, like, gonna give it to this person, and oh, fuck, but if I give it to that person, I have to give something to that yeah. person, and whatever, right? And by the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm in love for nothing. <laughs> but then I thought of it, I was like, okay, I would still want to give some money to people like, yeah, in my life who are important, because I obviously, like, you know, obviously you want to, like, spread the wealth. Like, I don't want to keep it all Especially myself. for people who took care of your... Yeah, like, especially if it's, like, 30 fucking million, like, you know... Um, anyways, I'm not saying, like, I'm gonna give, like, so much of it away, but, like, you know, some of it, um, and then, yeah, like, make sure, like, I have money that makes money, like, invest in things that make money for me, and, like, it's not, like, oh, you just spent it on this, and, like, now that money is gone, like, obviously, I want something that generates an income for me that I don't have to work, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, like, that income can, like, be sufficient enough for, like, me to live, and then the rest of it is, like, in investments and growing and like i don't basically to the point where like i don't even have to touch the money that i won yeah and like m- that money is making money for me would be the goal and obviously travel mm. but i feel like i i would want to invest it smart in a smart way that even the money i travel with i would it would just be from that generated income but i mean obviously first you would take a like yeah, a of trip course. because well, it's I not like- start generating income right away and you obviously mm-hmm. have to like make a like financial plan and really s- be strategic i think we're both on the same page of like making sure that money lasts in a yeah. way that it's continuous exactly there. and then obviously i feel like you know and then i think donate. Everyone, yeah, yeah and then yeah of course donate and then i think obviously there's gonna be those bits yeah and pieces where you're gonna do yeah. like a lot of spending on yourself i feel like honestly like a goal of mine has always been to like start like a self-esteem project almost for mm. like young kids um young kids and even like kids in high school whatever um so i feel like if i did win the lottery that would be something i really want to do but like something i want to be involved with i don't want to just do it and like yeah. hire people to do it and fix it like i want to be involved in it you know like you so want to be frontline yeah and like really like get to like do workshops with kids and like you know get them to connect to like people or like share people other people's stories like people they can mentor them you know like something like that would be something i'd really want to do because it's like 
okay, then you have time to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like something on the side that you're you're wanting to, but it's stressing you out because you have to make time for it. It's yeah. something that you're like, you're doing it and it's like something that like feeds your soul, but also helps others. I think like that would be really cool to do. That would actually be pretty sick. Yeah. Like I would like use my time. Cause I always, I always ask people, I'm like, what would you, like if you won the lottery, would you still work? I feel like I would still work part time. I would too. And like that's, I know, but even like, um, because I know some people who've won, like, not, I don't know them, but, like, I've heard so many stories of people who won the lottery, and it's, like, in four years, all that money's gone, and they're just back to where they were before they started. I don't know if I've ever, to- I know, I've, I've told you this story, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've said this story on the pod. Yeah. Um, where, so when I was working at the bank, oh, a, yeah, yeah, a lottery that. winner from Surrey yeah. had won during COVID, and this man was this like fragile immigrant man very sweet very very sweet i just i really wish he had a little bit more trust in the bank and i understand why people don't have trust in the bank but i really think it would have served him so much more if he in this situation he had and he had won 16.5 million dollars and i think he was like he was from a different country and when i tell you this man came in all the time to do wire transfers and we watched that money within like within like i want to say like eight months Mm -hmm. just almost zero like first he gave his ex-wife a little bit we're like okay makes sense like that's the mother of his kids and you talked about how like it was a really messy divorce and like he was at fault and he's like i think she put up for a lot and like providing for her his kids and then like then it started his parents then it started his siblings Mm. then it started more extended family then more and more and it was like do you how you were saying where it's like if you provide for this person you have to provide and i was like i swear i think this guy provided for his whole country for the amount of wire transfers Mm. and different people he was paying back and like i remember like obviously as workers we're also supposed to give them advice or push them the right way and, like, any advisor's appointments, it's like, okay, like, why not make it an investment in a home? Are you planning yeah. to buy a house, a car, or anything? This guy didn't buy any of that. No stocks. I remember gold was so cheap then. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, you should really look into buying, like, gold bricks. Yeah. And, like, he just didn't listen no. and just watch that money just go. So you're saying four years. We watched this within, like, eight months God. just disappear. Yeah. Was he, like, old? I want to say he was in his, like, 50s. Mm. Yeah. So if you guys ever win a lottery, um, please don't do that. I feel like older people, though, are more, like, uh, motivated to give it to their families. Yeah. Because they're kind of, like, in that phase of, like, they can make more use of it. I get that. Like, I, if I was probably 50 years old, I'd probably give majority of it to my kids. But it didn't go majority of to his kids. Like, the amount that went to his kids compared to, like, everyone Aww. else back home, it was yeah. very different. I mean, unless they really needed it. Yeah. You know, like, if their situation was worse, like, not as great, like, maybe. That, I get that. But I don't think they need, like, millions. I don't know. It was it was an interesting situation to actually see, like, like for someone to actually, like, to see those numbers mm-hmm. in someone's bank account, first of all. Yeah. Holy shit. And then to watch that zero lesson every yeah, time. I, got, I mean, that's like a... It's, you're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. okay, interesting. Damn. That's wild. Yeah. Just be smart if you guys ever win a lottery. That's the thing. It's like scary having 
being like um i don't say in charge but like choosing what to do with that much money some people honestly just don't invest and just let it sit there and like yeah you know like they'll never run out of because they're not like big spenders or whatever but it's like um i think it's also because like financial literacy is not it's not taught it's not here. Taught it's not in like and high everyone school gets screwed over. or like school in general, unless like you're in a program that you know really like that's your profession. So I think like that's the part that kind of messes a lot of people up. Mm-hmm. It's like old habits or just like not knowing what to do or not trusting. Because like, yeah, a lot of people don't trust the banks. Like yeah. you know, like which hey yeah. No, first, I'm like, you. working, like, there, you hear a lot of people say, oh, I don't trust the bank, blah, 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 this, that, whatever, right? To each their own, whatever. I don't know. Um, but that's the thing, like, a lot of people get scared thinking, oh, if I put all my money here or all my money there, like, what if it doesn't work out? But that's the scary part about, Yeah, money is always going to have risk to yeah. it. Just do the 80-20 rule. Like, you secure 80% of it and the rest of the Risk 20. 20%. Like, you know. Oh. I mean, unless you win, like, 56 million or something, then, like... Then that's different. Anyways, guys, that is all for today's episode of Two Faced. Thanks for sending in your submission. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And next, under the influence, we'll have a drink. No, we'll get lit. Don't worry. We got you guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.